been running for years. I don't wanna let go. I forgive. I forget. I go deep down below. Yes. I sleepwalk through life and I travel and see what the pain and the shame wanna hide in between, but there's no escaping the urge. Urge that we want to heal. Because healing is living today. My friend, it's Joe Bakmutsky. I want to welcome you to Power to Be Happy podcast. Here we talk about healing from trauma. I'm sharing my journey. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. And sharing what's helped me and what I'm learning along the way. In the hope that it serves you. I want to thank you for being here. I want to honor your feelings, your experience, where you're at and where you might be going in life. Today I want to talk about healing as living today. How do we put ourselves in a place where we feel that we're living in this moment? We don't get sort up so caught up as much in our just the struggles of life that come with living the struggles because I spent decades of my life feeling like I sleep walked through my life you know that's what this poem was about and yet I feel every little step we could make towards a life that feels more felt more rich more joyous, more filled with connectedness, more filled with desire, more filled with fun, and opening ourselves up more precisely because we've been through things. That's what it's all about. I welcome you here. Let's talk about living today. And listen, I know, I know the change is so hard. It's so hard to make changes. But sometimes the changes that we make when we are faced with no alternative, you know, at least no good alternative, when the only alternative or the only way forward is to change. You know, I remember for me, that was when I, I came back home from my, my cancer treatment. You know, I was away for like weeks and weeks and I was um, I was doing chemo and this was like surgery and I eventually came back. And I don't know what happened, but I was like, I was, I was home on my own and I just, it felt so good. It felt so good to just come into my home and, you know, to just, yeah, see my stuff and know that I don't have to go back on a trip. You know, and I just wanted to enjoy it. I wanted to enjoy my time back. So I made myself just like this. I brewed myself like a fresh pot of coffee, which I love. I'm, I'm a coffee fanatic. Uh, I got this book that was waiting for me in the mail. It was like, like the next book in a series that I was, I was super into in the hospital. And so I was going to enjoy it. And I came outside. And right here where we live, like we have this, this kind of, um, backyard and there's a swing bench over there right and this swing bench is probably like i don't know 
I don't know, you know, it was just like a stone's throw away from, from the deck. And so I, I had my coffee in one hand, I've got my book in the other hand, I'm going down, I'm going to, I thought, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful day, I'm going to sit down there, I'm going to sit on a swing bench, and I'm just going to enjoy being back home, <laughs> you know? And then this weird thing happens. I'm, I'm stepping kind of off um, of the deck, and kind of my head starts spinning. It's like I feel like I'm like all of a sudden I feel so nauseous. I feel just my, my head is just spinning. I'm about like I feel like I'm about to like just fall down and somehow I, I managed to just navigate my way over to the swing bench and just plonk myself down. And I remember just feeling so weird by it. And and I taking a gulp of my coffee. And I nearly just spit it out. I nearly spit it out, right? Because I'm going like, "What's wrong? Like this is this is my, my this is my homebrew. I know I know this stuff, <laughs> you know." And it just it it hit me that this is like my taste bud from the chemo, which just just gone, you know. It just made everything taste like all weird and disgusting and stuff. So I put the coffee down. I go, "Okay, I'm just gonna read the book." <laughs> Oh, that's all I can do. I open up the book. I start reading the book. And I look at the words and it's all a mess. It's all just like a jumble of words and none of it makes sense. And it's just my mind is just this tangled kind of mess. And I put the book down and I just... I felt so defeated. I was just sitting there, just my head and my hands, and I'm going, what's wrong with me? I'm a mess. You know, I'm not going to live my life. I'm going to go work. I'm not going to be there for my family. I can't do anything. I'm all over the place. I can't live like this. I... I didn't go through all of this crazy treatment just so I could be freaking miserable. I thought, I'm maybe, you know, other people go through this. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll try to figure out what else is out there. What can I do? Maybe there's something that I can do to kind of get my life back. Because isn't that what I was going through all of this for, to have my life back, you know? And making that decision to go and change, that made all the difference. Now, the change was kind of forced upon me. <laughs> Wasn't it? Because I wasn't in a great way, you know. I was a mess. I was scared that this cancer could come back. Because every, you know, two months and then three months. And I was getting all of these checkups to see whether it would come back. Um, mentally, I was I was a mess. Physically, I was feeling awful. Um, I was also, I also put on all this weight from all this, you know, steroids and, and meds from managing my side effects, and and I had no idea what to do. And frankly, I was also feeling alone 
and miserable because I felt like other people don't get what I'm going through. And my friends were gone and all this other stuff, you know. And that's how I started, frankly speaking, Simplify Cancer podcast to try and get answers <laughs> for me because I thought, well, you know, I'm, I'm sure other people go through this. So hopefully it's going to help me. Hopefully it's going to help other people, you know. <laughs> and so I started interviewing you know, experts in oncology and psycho-oncology and people helping people recover from dealing with cancer and also other survivors, people who've been through cancer themselves and their loved ones to try to figure out how can we live better with, you know, with cancer or beyond cancer, right? And, and that's made me feel good because I was trying and doing all of the, you know, all of the stuff that people were talking about. I was looking after my body. I was looking after, um, you know, I was doing exercise. I was working with a dietitian. I was doing all sorts of things to get me back on track. And it was, it was hard work. But I felt I needed it because I knew that I wanted somewhere deep inside to be happy. And maybe I didn't even know what that would look like. And I didn't realize it would lead to me connecting with so many amazing people along the way, making new friends, um, working with some incredible organizations together to make a difference, to you know, writing this book, Finding Hope in Times of Uncertainty, a guide to thriving in the challenging world of today. And writing this book has... It's really helped me to find hope in my own way through life, but it also helped me to uncover what was a deeper wound. A deeper wound that I understood once again how much it's been brought up by the war in Ukraine. And that's where I'm from. And reading these stories... So many people going through rape and torture and losing their homes and brought up my experience of going through rape as a child. And I realized just how much hurt I still had inside me and this anger and resentment just fear and like the panic attacks and all of it just started coming back to me just just haunting me just getting back into my life and I started to get a sense that this is, as I now see it, like these are all of these like hurtful, awful feelings. They are the symptoms that often go unfelt, unseen, unexplained as an impact of going through trauma. I started to look at my life and seeing just how much it messed me up. In my relationships, in times when I, I, I couldn't have sex as a teenager or as a young person or being afraid of 
relationships of just my mental health going down the drain <laughs> you know just being alone and just being living in fear and living in like just sleepwalking through life not being able to just take joy in simple things that happen so much like decades of my life I, decades decades I spent decades just living in you know in this kind of world of just sleepwalking through life because I, I couldn't even it wasn't even that I was like living in the past or some kind of imaginary future I was just trying not to get more hurt just trying to close myself off I was just hoping nothing worse would happen. Which, of course, is the opposite of what happens because these things keep pile up on top of each other and they, things do get worse. We know that. Without change, without positive change, things hardly ever get better. And what changed for me was meeting another survivor. That was the big change in my life. Because I, I started writing the play because I felt something, you know, bubbling up inside of me. And this experience of going through rape as a child, I knew I had to kind of deal with these memories somehow, to bring it out. So I started writing this play and I wanted to get some feedback on it. And I ended up meeting a, a survivor, someone who was a survivor of child sexual abuse. And they agreed to read my play and I didn't even realize that on some level I was seeking to meet someone who's, who's been through it. But I didn't even realize just how much meeting that person would change me. Um, hearing her story has given me an opportunity to share what's mine, to share like all this hurt and shame that built up on the inside and let it just really, it just came out. It came out. I couldn't even stop it. It was just, I don't even know what I was talking about or what I said, but it was just came flooding out of me. And she said, you, you know, she asked me if I've ever done therapy and I said, I didn't. She said, you're going to love it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say to you, I was, I was totally closed off to it. it. It wasn't like I jumped into it, but there's a part of me that said, okay, 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 like maybe there's something there. And I started thinking about it, I started doing a bit of research, I started reading books like The Body Keeps the Score. I thought, you know what, I, 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 gotta, I gotta do something. You know, if if um, this person's been through it and has made her life better, I gotta do that. And you know, every single time in my life where I've had a challenge or a problem or was facing with a particular difficult situation, I had no choice but to do something. To change. I feel that's 
that's our experience in life as survivors. As people who been one way or another touched by trauma. We cannot hold back. We cannot wait. We cannot, because we waited so long. Didn't we, my friend? Didn't we wait? We have already waited for so long. I don't know about you. How long have you been waiting to heal? But for me, decades. Decades of my life. And so I just plunged into it. I plunged into what I would now call healing. I found the therapist. It's an amazing therapist, by the way. Um, I started, you know, you know, meeting survivors. I started sharing my story with friends and people around me, which was tough. I couldn't even imagine, like the way I'm talking to you about this right now. I mean, I could not imagine even thinking about it just like a year ago. Just even thinking about, like even having the word rape in my mind would just trigger me, just set me off, put me in a terrible place. And now I can share my story Because I'm not ashamed. What I had to go through, how much I suffered as a result, it's my story. And I'm here telling it. And I don't know what you've been through. And your journey is unlike anyone's and yet there is so much that we share that we have in common of things that we've been through of suffering or feeling lost alone or feeling feeling scared of trying to find a way through we are in this together my friend together we are in this together. So you got to trust yourself that you can find your own way to heal, that you can find your own path towards healing in a way that makes sense for you, in a way that feels right for you today, in a way that feels right for you right now. Trust yourself. In this world, for us survivors, trust is a must. Trust yourself. You can do this. You can figure out what's next because healing is living today. Today. You know, for me, from attacking it from all the different sides, when I uncovered the big, well, the biggest or one of the biggest traumas of my life and trying to heal from that, it brought, brought up a lot of things. But Going through this process makes me feel whole, makes me feel like myself. Not again, because I don't think I've ever felt like my, this version of myself, but it makes me feel like myself was for whom healing and happiness 
is a reality today. It's a distinct possibility today. I can wake up and feel happy and feel like I'm having fun. I feel like I'm having, a, like I can be, just, just love the time with my family. I can be around, goof around my kids and just, just be silly around them and have a great time. I can have a, just all this look awesome night, just having a chat with my wife. I can go and just be working on my play, which now speaks towards reconnecting different parts of ourselves that may have been buried and lost. I'm writing this play. I'm loving it. I'm doing coaching, which by the way, if you ever need support, in, I am a coach. I'm a life coach that helps people to really go on a healing journey that helps them just get massive clarity to figure out what is the next step right now, helping them on their journey. And with that in mind, my friend, I want to ask you right now, everything that you have been through, please know that healing is living today. That the change that you are making today for your sake, for the sake of your loved ones, for the sake of having a great life, a life that is more calm, that is more purpose, that feels like it's going in the right direction, that is something that you 100% deserve. You deserve to be happy. To be living in this world, not being sleepwalking through life, but living this moment today. That is the life that you truly deserve. To be more present, engage, have more fun, do things that you love with people that you care about the most. So what is the one step? As you know, in my capacity as, as your coach here, right? As if this was a session that we were having together, I would ask you, what is the one step, one little step, or one huge step, whatever works for you, what is the one step that you can take today towards healing? Is that find or trying a new form of maybe like some kind of creative arts therapy? Maybe it's trying, you know, trauma-informed yoga. Maybe it's trying another type of therapy, whether that's psychodrama or EMDR, just looking something up, just booking something in. Whether that's doing something for to deal with addictions like we all have, especially when we are dealing with the trauma. Improving our just eating, being more active. What's the one thing? Maybe go for a walk. Maybe eat a healthier meal today than maybe you would have otherwise. I don't know. But please make that one decision for you. What's going to be one step? that takes you further on your journey towards healing. Please do that for yourself. Because no one, my friend, no matter how much people love you and care about you, nobody knows you as well as you do. And that's why no one is going to be more invested. Like I said, no matter how much they care about you, no one is going to be more invested in your happiness your well-being and your way of life. 
as we close off this conversation for this moment today. I want you to go away right now and and decide and take one step that is going to help you feel like you're doing something that's helping you heal. It's helping you to be living the life that you're deserving today. My name is John Bakmonski. I want to thank you for being here, my friend. I want to honor your journey, your feelings, where you're at and where you're going on your journey towards healing. Healing is living today. Thank you for being here, my friend. I want to deeply honor your life your story and where you are today and it's my hope that this show it it serves you in some way because i believe that we are all just capable of so much more than we think sometimes and 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 this incredible potential of what we're capable of and leading a life that you're proud of that you're excited by what i tell myself so they're my loved ones that's what i'm here just sharing this this with you right And I have this vision. I have this vision for bringing together survivors. Survivors of trauma, of difficult experience, of difficult circumstance. Whether that's going through sexual abuse, domestic violence, living with illness, going through war. Bringing together people who've been through it or living through difficult times, the loved ones, so we can come together to give, give our best in our lives, in, in, with our loved ones, in our communities, in our work, to grow, to grow towards our dreams, towards our hopes, towards our desires, and to heal, to heal from difficulties and struggle and making sense of what's right for you today. That's why I'm here. That's why I wrote my book, Finding Hope in Times of Uncertainty, a guide to thriving in a challenging world of today. And if this vision, just if it speaks to you in some way, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you if you could email me at joe at powertobehappy.com That's J-O-E at power to be happy.com whatever you want to say I'd, I'd love to hear from you please let me know what you think and thank you again so much for being here today I'll speak to you next time